0: push record. I think it's time to do this thing. Is this a good day for Do You Know the Mob, or what else? What else would you be doing on this fine day, right, Brandon? It seems like a great day. (laughs) Uh, For Do You Know the Mob, thank you for joining us. I'm Samuel Braden, and right beside me is my co-host... As always, Brandon Ellis. As always, you know I've had some feedback. Maybe you guys should bring a third guest on. Maybe mm. we should, maybe we should, you know, jump around the different person. I'm like, nah, <laughs> we gotta keep him. I'm not, I'm not opposed, but who else knows about the mob? Just I mean, who else really besides the to get mobster, down which you... I'm pretty frightened about. <laughs> uh, oh, that'd be exciting. So, Brandon, what's interesting is we've broken up our. Episodes, or some are characters we've talked about. People based on different areas, right? We've kind of learned how you have the New York City mob, you have the Midwest, you have the Wild Wild West kind of outlaws, and you know in the Midwest you got your bank robbers. The New York City got a lot of like the groups going on the territories, and I think it's just worth mentioning that the Midwest I get caught up in. Guys that kind of go in and out of, you know, Indiana to Minnesota to Iowa, Dakotas, all that. But Chicago has its little own hub itself. And Chicago really has a name for itself. In our second episode, we did Al Capone. And the, we're going to dive a little more into Chicago. There's, there's Al Capone had some rivals he took out. There was some, there was some <laughs> greed to be have. And uh, there, it was territorial, just like New York City. You know, I don't think we should overlook the Chicago. Chicago. There was there were some things going on in Chicago. Brandon, how do you feel about Chicago style pizza? I actually love Chicago style pizza, dude. That's what I'm talking about. I was talking with a couple of my buddies, not the name names, but Corey and Seth. He's wrong, and they were like, "Oh, (laughs) we need thin, like you know, bread or thin, you know, dough needs to be very thin so you can layer that sauce and cheese." And I'm like, "Whoa!" Which Corey's from Illinois. Which is different than Chicago. (laughs) You've got you've got Chicago, and then you've got the state of Illinois. (laughs) But um, I like I like some thick stuff myself in my pizza. I'm a big thick boy. What's your What's your topping of choice?
1: So I've only had like legit Chicago pizza a couple times in my life. Sure, and it's always been like what's
0: a topping? Pepperoni. Oh, same here. Now here's the real question, Brandon. I did a poll of this. i might have to do a poll with our fans. Pineapple. Yay, I, yay yes oh, I like
1: Hawaiian pizzas I knew
0: that was going to be your response I used to I used to respect you <laughs> okay. I've lost respect
1: of a lot of people in my, my time
0: my girlfriend likes pineapple on her pizza and, and she is right and she also likes sausage and I'm like I like pepperoni so you can have all those things Sam. Uh, you know, I try to be a good boyfriend and I just forfeit and let it I be sausage. Up. But pineapple, I draw a line so you gotta draw a line somewhere. Everybody's line. gotta have <laughs> gotta have that imaginary line you that gotta, gets real. You gotta know what you're gonna fight for. I like some good Chicago style pizza though. And uh but anyway, so we'll dive in and I should just do man, I'm getting hungry. You know what earlier Brandon was sharing with me uh some Oreos. You know what's the worst? Where you're trying to get in the back corner. The oh, last, you know where the last Oreos lay? I noticed that earlier really? today when I was
1: trying to get it. I was like, I'm not going for
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real it's a real effort. <laughs> do you eat your Oreos like taking the cookie off or do you eat it whole? I gotta be honest, the best thing's the filling, so I definitely rip part of it apart.
1: Mm. Okay. You gotta do the twist motion that way all the cream does. You gotta twist, otherwise it's
0: gonna break. Yeah, you gotta twist that suck <laughs> cream season on one Twisted side. Twisted, Joe. Alright, so for our trivia though, it's not gonna be about cookies or pizza. We are going to go geography, though, Brandon. Oh, good. We're going to go U.S. City Nicknames. Oh, boy. <laughs> Brandon just went from excited. to, uh, I don't know about this. So, basically, I'm going to give you... I'm trying to decide if I should give you the city or if I should give you the nickname. Give me the nickname. Oh, okay. Whichever way you want to go. I'm trying to point? think. Uh, Yeah, I'll... Actually you know me. what? I'm going to give you the city. I'm going to make this a little difficult, okay? But I'm going to I'm going to toss you some easy ones to start out. Okay, okay? get to me. Um, what would be the nickname for New York City? Big Apple. The Big Apple. There you go. City never sleeps. You know, as I'm doing this, uh, I'm going to change it. I'll do the nickname. Yeah, this is going to be too hard if I do. All right, Windy City, Chicago. There you go. Uh, one more easy one, Sin City. Las Vegas. All right. No, you sure it's not uh, Tulsa? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 1930s, yes. <laughs> All right. Magic City. Magic City. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this would have been too difficult if I would have gone the other way around. So, uh, so at least you have a guess, you know. You Disney World? <laughs> you're close. Miami. 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 So it was in Florida. Magic City. All right. Here's one. We probably got that close. Yeah, yeah. The City of Angels. Oh, I think you know this. Is this San Diego? No, no, no. Close. You're close. Los, Los Angeles. Ange- Los Angeles. Los Angeles. The Big Easy. The Big Easy. I've heard this one before. Oh yeah, you have. I've not been to this one, but uh, I don't. You mean, haven't been there, so that makes me think where your you old been. roommate has been. I don't know if that's helpful. I just remember him telling me about it. <laughs> oh boy! Shout out to Nathan Gibson. New Orleans. Awesome Yes, there you go. The Big Easy is new. Oh, I was like, Which, where's he been? you think about it? That has a sitting, fitting nickname. Yeah, I them. guess so. The Big Easy. All right. City of Brotherly Love. Oh, boy. Philadelphia. Oh, you know there you go. Motor City. Motor Detroit? City. Detroit. Detroit, yep. Emerald City. Oh, I've heard Emerald City before. You're knocking somebody's out of the park. Not Emerald City. Emerald would, City.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw that. I know I'm going
0: to be wrong. Minneapolis. Uh, good try, Seattle. Oh, uh, Emerald. Emerald. That's what right. called? I guess green. Uh, Steel City, Steel City, Pittsburgh. Yep. Good job. Um, Golden City, the Golden City, the Golden City. And after you guess, I might give you a hint.
1: Reno, Nevada.
0: Not quite. Here's your hint. Think of a bridge. San Francisco. Yeah. Right? I was—I almost said San Fran. Actually, <laughs> you were—you were close in there. You were out west. Okay, the hub, the hub. Here's your hint. This is a place I want to go with you someday too. Okay, hold on. It's, on, the, it's on my list to go with Brain Ellis. Buffalo, New York. Not quite. Boston. 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 It's the called hub. the hub. The hub. I did not know that. Oh yeah. See, you learned something. Uh, Rip City. <laughs> Rip City. R-I-P- Any
1: city that's dying. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's actually there's more to it than that, but I can see why you like some would think that.
1: R.I.P. Um
0: There's actually I need to look it up. There's a Cleveland. It's actually it's Portland. And there's a there's like a like a story to it. Oh, uh, is it like trees or something? We might have to look this up actually. There was a reason for Rip City. I know um, I Oh, that's right, I has to do with the NBA team. So the Trailblazers, they'll have like sometimes the nickname "Rip City" on it, and it was the term was stamped by the team's play-by-play announcer during a game. He called it like "Rip City," so interesting. Yep, 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 and it's kind of been like a catch thing to the team ever since. So there you go. Uh, we'll do a few more. We'll do a few more. So the big D, the big D, uh, Dallas. Yep, there you go. Good job. Uh, Charm City. Charm City. You might laugh at this one. Charm City. This has got to be bad. Uh, no, it's just... It's not what I... It's not Charm City. It's not what I would have guessed, but... I mean, these are historic, though. Cities have changed over time. Oh, uh, this is historic. Um, <laughs> St. Louis? Baltimore. Baltimore. Really? Baltimore is Charm City. Uh, Mile High City. Mile High Denver. City. Denver, yep. Yeah. Uh, Space City. Space City. Uh, Huntsville, Houston. Houston. Houston, Houston, Houston. We have a problem. Mm. Uh, Hot Atlanta, Atlanta. All right, um, a few more, and then I'm gonna make you laugh with one. Uh, first off, Queen City, Queen City, Queens, New York. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte. Oh, I guess it makes sense. And right. then Derby City, Derby City. Think about the derby. Is it Louisville? Yep, good job, good job. Uh, the Big Friendly. The Big Friendly. You know this one, the Big Friendly. Nashville? Oklahoma City. What? Yeah, Oklahoma City is the Big Friendly, which isn't that so nice. Wow. They're just so friendly. Uh, now, do you know Nashville's nickname? I think you do. Uh I'm about to when you tell me here something? Uh music city. Music oh okay. city. Now here's the last one. Um can you guess which one is nicknamed Naptown? Naptown Naptown. It is Indianapolis because it's a flyover state, so you fall asleep. <laughs> <Isn't> <laughs> That's that, fantastic. I, I hate everything about that <laughs> I love that. So I just really enjoyed this one, so we kinda went through the whole list there. Uh, the only other one I had was Cream City, is Milwaukee. So there you go. But um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there's your nicknames for the So Now, when you go visit, you could be like, "Hey, I know, I know what your na- what your the name big for. friendly, the big friendly That's cow awesome. chip capital of the world." Also
1: nearby, oh. Beaver, Oklahoma.
0: Oh, is, <laughs> cow
1: chip is actually
0: buffalo dung. Or yes, dung, yes. So. I've heard about that place. They have a festival and everything. <laughs> have you gone to it? They actually no. I want to. They, uh, <laughs> they throw cow dung. I
1: Dude, mean, yeah. have you
0: ever like to have you entered that contest, Brandon? Is that I like have a, not? But a ride of passage. When it
1: dry, I don't know how many of our listeners have actually seen cow poop. Fris- when it eating. dries, it's kind of like a frisbee. It's yeah. flat and it hard. up. Like, they're patties. They're cow yeah, patties. and it gets light. You can actually pick it up and won't break. It's just, I mean, it's just compressed. Dirt and with Would this be a grass. good time to
0: say listener discretion is advised? Discretion advised. <laughs> Who um, would have guessed we'd be talking about cow dung? So
1: anyway, that's that's our story. So uh, <laughs> to the next one. Who are we talking about today, Sam?
0: Yeah, so we're doing George Bugs Moran. Ooh. Okay, so rival of Al Capone. You know, we know the famous Capone. So Aldrin Cunnan was born on August 21st, 1893 in St. Paul, Minnesota. He grew up from a French immigrant family and studied at a private Catholic school. Not how we've seen many mobsters start out, so it's kind of interesting. I'm excited that he is on a good path. I mean, this guy seems like he's going to be it a good It seems guy. like for a short amount of time. I don't think anything's going to happen. It is disputed of the origins of his nickname, Brandon. They come from his crazy plans later for robbing banks and kidnapping that he was described as being crazy or buggy. <laughs> buggy. Hence <laughs> the nickname Bugs Moran. So George Moran became credited with innovating the act of driving a rival's hangout and spraying it with gunfire. (laughs) Gotta be known for something, right?
1: I mean...
0: So, you know, the nickname's actually starting to make a little more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But before we get to that, he started getting involved first in exposing crime in life and eventually dropped out of school at the age of 18. So so close to graduating. Nearly there. By 21, he had gone to jail several times. He first was caught trying to rob a warehouse, then took part in a horse-stealing ring. After that, he was involved in a robbery that led to the death of a police officer. He also robbed a freight car. Quite a reputation. Oh boy. These all added up for prison and jail sentences. While in prison, he snuck out and went to Chicago and started his ranks in the underworld mob realm. Good. Dun, dun, dun. Prohibition was enacted in 1920, Brandon. I know we talked about Prohibition a while ago. So that was a big deal. Where mobsters got a hold of anything, time something becomes illegal and has money tied to it, you believe that someone's going to try to I mean, profit. Still, yeah, dude, <laughs> less competition, really. If oh, smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Moran joined what was called the North Side Gang under mobster Dino Banion. He started running an underground bootleg that ended up rivaling Al Capone's territory, known as the South Side Gang. Okay, so you got Al Capone on the South Side, Dino Bannon on the North Side. All right. This would continue to be a violent conflict for the next several years as the gangs clashed for territorial grounds. O'Banion eventually wasn't in the picture anymore because he got killed yeah, by Alka-Bug's group. So Bugs and his associate Jaime the Pole, Weiss, what a nickname, uh, took over and the ongoing Chicago battle became known as the Battle of the Marne. So their rivalry le- led up to the famous Valentine's Day Massacre, okay? Um, and this is where Al Capone shot up many of the men. Brandon, would you like to kind of go in a little bit of detail about what happened in the Valentine's Day Massacre of, uh, what's here, I think it's 1929?
1: Yeah, 1929. It took place on February 14th. Um, this is actually, was a big turning point in the perception that the uh, public had of gangsters. Before this, it had been, you know, they knew there was drive-bys, but this was such a violent event that's kind of become, like, mm-hmm. the idea of what we think of when we think of gangsters during Prohibition. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, again, we're talking about this battle going on between these two groups, uh, Bucks Moran, Al Capone's, or the North Side game. Um, so what they did is, uh, what the idea is, there's still some hesitancy around what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. Um, But the gang was headed by George Moran and their Italian Chicago outfit. Uh, the perpetrators of this have never exactly been identified, but what happened was Bugs Moran's gang went to this car garage that was the front for their business, and they were meeting there. Their bookkeeper was there. His right-hand man was there. And Bugs Moran was actually supposed to be there as well. And it's alleged that Al Capone did this hit on them and what happened was there was a front man waiting to see if Bucks Moran went in. Well, another guy was looking very similar to him. I think it was his bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. And so they said, okay, Bucks Moran's in there. So two police officers drive up, and they walk in. They're outfitting their police officers. And at this time, a lot of the police officers are being paid off. So the mm-hmm. idea was, oh, this is mm-hmm. just a random stop and frisk. It's alleged that Bugsman actually saw the police officers drive up and then walked away.
0: Yeah, so he that, thought, oh, police are here. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. I'm not going to
1: get tied into this. And so the police are kind of having all these guys, are seven members of the gang, kind of frisking them on the wall. Mm-hmm. And um, as they're kind of going through, taking their guns off, they've all de-armed them. The gangsters aren't concerned about this point. You know, this is just mm-hmm. cops being punks going to pay them off anyway. Mm-hmm. And then two other people walk in with machine guns. And machine gun the entire wall, letting out all their ammo on it. Um,
0: Is it known that the police officers weren't actually police officers? Were uh, they, they undercut? Were they mobsters? Well, at
1: this they? point, at this point in history, we think they were mobsters. Okay. We know they
0: weren't police officers. It's either uh, that or paid off people or something.
1: Yeah, we're not actually sure. Um, they've never it's been
0: like evilly genius. <laughs> yeah,
1: they've never been conclusively identified, but there's thoughts that there's some other different gangs that helped out with. Yeah. Al uh, Capone this time, but um, one of the actually one of the fun things that uh, happened is one of the men actually when the police got there was not dead yet that he'd been shot mm-hmm. and he they took him to the hospital and they are asking him like mm-hmm. hey let's help us out who shot you guys you know we can get figured out and he his response was no one shot me
0: yeah and then he died it's <laughs> actually it's called uh, it's called something there's a word for it where you're not supposed to give up on or give out information. On anybody, um, it's a gangster code. Ah, the gangster it, yeah. code. Yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, it's again super interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to have a code? It's like the pirates' code. Yeah. Even if it's your rival gang, you're not supposed to, which I guess that would also, you're hurting your own gang too, giving out information, because it's just going to lead to both sides getting caught. But, man, you're on your deathbed, and you still... I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, and this garage now actually is a... Is it, like, famous? It's Well, it's been demolished. It's a parking Uh,
0: lot now for uh, a nursing home. Dude, they should have, like... They could have really made that historic. I'm just saying. Oh, Oh. yeah.
1: I know. This is the last I've seen on... I guess Um, it's terrible, but still. It's at 2122 North Clark Street in Chicago.
0: There you go. It's on the north side. And I actually got ahead of myself a little bit, so I apologize. But what led up to Valentine's Day Massacre... Is um, what happened is Johnny Torrio, who is a part of Al Capone's gang, took out O'Bannon. So Jaime and Bugs Moran tried to take out Johnny Torrio, and they drove down to Cicero, Illinois, and there was a huge sh- shootout with thousands of bullets through like a restaurant and inn. But they didn't get him, and then in return, Al Capone and his gang came up with this. So, Jeez, yeah. So it's kind of just a whole back and forth, like. Like, you know, they tried to outsmart them, and Al Capone really outsmarted them. It's... Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, again, money's involved.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they just... They really wanted to... Yeah, they wanted to control Chicago. Gotta for, get that market. Uh, That's right. Take it. Yeah, they're really wanting some fine monopoly going on here. <laughs> so, uh, basically, you know, Valentine's Day, massacre happens, Moran's not there, and supposedly Capone wasn't either. You know, we talked about this. He He... They they're they tried their best to link it to him. They know he's the mastermind, but he was in Florida. He was not there. <laughs> the, um, plausible
1: uh, deniability.
0: That's why they had to get Al Capone on tax evasion. That's the only thing they really had on him. So mm. um, so anyways, uh, this is some evidence <clears throat> implying that there are Chicago police officers and what was going on, but Mor- Moran managed to keep control of his territory and what remained of his gang. Um, Jaime... The pole died. He got killed by them. Oh. So he was just, you know, Moran was in charge at this point. And uh, so he did this through the 30s. and But they, the North side gang really never fully recovered its power.
1: Is mm. basically
0: the main thing we need well, to take away from this. Well, they were pretty much
1: done after they had all this They The
0: Capone's Italian mob got probably the territory they wanted. You know, the big money makers. So Moran eventually left the area. Quitting the gang entirely, the gang life entirely, but that does not mean he quit the criminal lifestyle. Good. As they say, uh, the gang life didn't... He didn't choose the gang life, the gang life, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, keep this game going, you know that's what I mean? That's
0: right. So, he reverted to his earlier gangster ways of petty crimes such as mail fraud and robbery. You know, that's kind of like... Talk about like retirement age crap. <laughs> so down. fraud. Yeah. So, on April 30th, 1939, Moran was convicted of conspiracy to cash. $62,000 worth of American Express checks. Okay, maybe I take that back. That's a lot of money. 62, that's, that's a lot little, of money uh, back. Maybe I shouldn't be, yeah. So he was freed on appeal when he posted a bond. He fled but was captured again and then released, and he was penniless by the 1940s. So, just Aww. to give you perspective, this was one of the richest gangsters in Chicago. And then 17 years later, he's penniless. He blew it all. What are you blowing on? Well, I think he just, you know, bail and stuff. Oh. So, uh, anyways. So he received a sentence. Oh, sorry. Uh, He was arrested for his involvement in a robbery in Dayton, Ohio, in 1945, and received the sentence of 20 years after being found guilty. He was paroled in 1956, but was immediately arrested for his role in a 1945 robbery in Ohio. So he's just getting caught up every time in what he had done in the past. Walks out, next second he's taken in. <laughs> so he was found guilty in 1957, sentenced to 10 more years. Moran uh, died of lung cancer in Leavenworth, Kansas, penitentiary in 1957 during his bank robbery sentence. So that's hey, kind of how it went for him. hate to see it happen. Yeah, yeah to. So that's the story of Bugs Moran. Thank you, folks, for listening on Do You Know the Mob and just kind of learning about the Chicago part of this. Uh, I'm your co-host, Samuel Brennan, And this is Brendan Ellis. Signing off.